Welcome to the Learning Paths podcast from Harvard Medical School's HMX online learning team, featuring conversations with healthcare students, teachers, and professionals on their educational experiences and career journeys. I'm your host, Ben Rubenstein. Angie Sorensen didn't always plan on a career in health, but her passion for helping others and her interest in the human body led her to pursue an unexpected path. Angie took time out from her work as a health coach and podcast host to share her professional journey and explain how taking on new educational challenges has benefited her career. Well, welcome, Angie, to to the Learning Paths podcast. Um, I uh, I really want to thank you for for joining me today. Thank you, Ben. I'm excited. Thank you so much for asking me. Yeah. So, as I understand it, you are a health and wellness expert. You are a yes. podcaster yourself. Yes. Um, maybe we can start just by um, you tell me a little bit about you know what what health and wellness expert really means. You know what what do you do mm-hmm. uh, on a day to day basis? Yeah, so what I do is I basically help individuals, especially those who are really time-starved, uh, really busy individual on, you know, who want to feel and look better just without depriving themselves, without shooting needles in their face. Uh, so we talk, you know, like what they eat, put on their skin and do to feel their best. And my podcast is basically sort of a funny outspoken podcast around health. And it includes, you know, relationships. Like it's, it's sort of a broader aspect of health and well-being where I actually include health, whether it's emotional, physical, uh, mental health, uh, relationships, and and just people with incredible stories. So it's interview-based with anything from experts to, I mean, all kinds, really. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. Okay. And did you always think you were going to do this? Uh, it, you know, what was your what was your kind of preparation for for uh, going into this field? University of Life. No, um, <laughs> just <laughs> kidding aside. No, joking. I no, I never thought this was what I was going to be doing today. Um, I was always interested in health. Like I've always loved medicine. I was always the kid, you know, from a very young age. You know, you'd give me, you know, when we had to learn about the body, I learned all the bones like super quick. Like I just knew all the bones in the whole body. I, which I'm a good doctor, I'd ask all the questions. I would say, why, but why, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can I see? Can I look? You know, I was always very, very curious and inquisitive around health and medicine. So I guess in a way, yes, that, you know, there were clues along the way. And, but no, I didn't think I was going to be doing this. Like my my path was quite different uh, up until today. Uh, well, uh, today, like the recent years. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So what what did you end up studying in in university? So at university, I studied television production. Okay. So it was everything that was like behind the camera, mm-hmm. and I did like a lot of video editing, special effects, um, all that technology, and um, I did that because I used to be a performer, and I thought, let me just get something extra you know I didn't want to I was a waitress at the time and I didn't want to carry on being a waitress and I thought let me study something you know a waitress going to do auditions you know typical typical mm-hmm. <laughs> actress at the time and so yeah so um so yeah so I did that and it was great it was absolutely a great learning curve and I love to do very practical stuff I wish it was it was very practical mm-hmm. but at some point something just kind of that that interest in the body kind of came back back in and and that was right. something you wanted to pursue yeah, so so basically, 
because once I finished that degree, I went back into performance. And so I did acting and uh, and then I ended up doing stand-up. But during the whole, my acting, and I'm going to say career, like this is it's an overstatement. Uh, but, you know, during, <laughs> during that time... Um, there was a lot of pressure on, you know, your looks. I mean, I used to be told, you know, when I had acne, that skin, you can't get any jobs. You know, I used to, you know, my coaches, management, all of that, they were always saying, you know, looks, 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 wait, wait, wait. And so I I sort of automatically sort of was, I was already interested in it, but I kind of had to as well. And from from there, there was, there was a couple of more steps before I got to where I am today with, with health and wellness. But I... Went into the corporate world, then I then decided to have my own business. And whilst I had my own business and something completely different, it was a social enterprise, I kept getting a lot of queries. And I'd been having it for years. I never really noticed it. I never really paid attention to it. But everyone would always come and ask me advice about health and skin and things like that. And then eventually... People kept pushing. They said, you should be doing this. You're so passionate. You're so passionate. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I do this all day, every day. And it's kind of how it kind of went along. And I resisted it for a long time. So I was like, oh, I don't know who would be interested. But then I started to do a lot of writing around what I knew and all the hacks that could help people. You know you know how you say in, in finance, return on investment. For me, it was more like a return on investment on time uh, as well on how to access a better health without having to waste tons of money on things that were not essential and, and you know, keeping your focus on what, what mattered, what was important, what was going to give you the biggest change. And so so when I set that up, I then started getting more and more queries for like private coaching and I only gave like group coaching, very general, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was not, um, I mean, I'm not a doctor in any way at all. So I was like, just, you know, general knowledge almost, I thought I was giving. And then, as I kept getting more and more inquiry and more complicated, I guess, cases coming in my way, and I was like, this is getting a bit out of hand. I need to learn more. And I mean, I didn't feel like it was getting out of hand, but I felt like, you know, I had such a keen interest and I kind of thought, I want to learn more. And so I, one day I just Googled uh, uh, learn medicine part-time or online. I can't remember which one I Googled and Harvard came up and I was like, oh my God, Harvard, it was like the dream and that's how I got into HMX, really. And I'm really glad I did because it helped me gain a much better understanding of where my lane is, which, you know, I always knew I had like a lane I had to respect, um, but also gave me confidence in what it was that I did know and a respect for all of the things, the questions that it raises, you know, like especially when you study biochemistry and genetics, you know, and immunology, there's so many questions raised and it, it was so interesting and the course was so amazing um which i mean you know that how much i really value those courses they've been absolutely outstanding and and i know the courses you know it's not an insignificant time commitment right Mm -hmm. you really have to (laughs) uh be serious about them so especially as someone who's kind of you know you're running your own business Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. you know where where does that kind of stuff fit i could imagine where, you know, if you've got a lot of other things going on, an online course might fall to the bottom of the list or a lot, right? So how did you um, kind of keep that uh, in your schedule? Okay, so when I actually joined, I didn't realize how much more of a time commitment it would be. Because um, I think the time they say on there is probably for those who already are studying, you know, then maybe pre-med or something. So a lot of the things, maybe they sort of can hit the ground running a lot faster. Um, so... It was definitely a bigger chunk of commitment. But then what I 
what helped me to balance it all was that I'd set aside, I think it was like, I can't remember if it was like three days a week for the study because I was doing t- four of the courses at the time, at the same time. So I set aside like three or four days, I can't remember now, but I would say as much as I could where I was just only studied that day, that was all I did. So I did like a whole day, one, as much as I could of one subject and then on to the next and just just focus, laser focus. And then, and then the other days where I was, you know, working, that's all I did, just working. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I know that even now when we've spoken before, like I know even when I had the days where I was just working, I still dream about the course. I'd, I'd have like, <laughs> I'd have like biochemistry problems coming up and I'd had to solve them in my dreams. It was so strange. So I was really... It was I was completely consumed with it in a really fun way. Like I really enjoyed it. But I think the trick was to, if I had a whole day, just do that and just have breaks for snacks and go for a walk and food. And if I just had maybe two hours in the evening, um, then that's all I would do. But effectively, when I did those four courses, I definitely had like a few days set aside for it. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it was definitely... It, if you want to do it, I mean, I wanted to do it really well. I wanted to learn as much as I could. So I could ask as many questions as I could in the forum. I was making sure I was like utilizing this time as much as I could. So yeah, that's what we say. Like just focus, set aside the time. And it, it sounds like definitely at uh, the courses, like even if in some of the, the topics, maybe, you know, there might not have been a direct application to you know, what you were doing in your work at the time, but it kind of sparked some just cur- more curiosity in you. I mean, what do you think, either for for your work that you're doing now or or kind of beyond that, how do you think it kind of changed your outlook on, on your career and what you do? Okay, so the first part is it actually applied to everything I do. Okay. So even till this day, I'm still using that knowledge um, that I learned. So it has been invaluable. I mean, it's... You know, and obviously there's always an understanding that medicine will evolve, you know, there's the knowledge will evolve and things may change, but that's that applies to everything I do. And two, in terms of um how it impacts my my career, my life, what I've found that I've really taken away from taking part in those HMX courses, taking those courses was it really helped me increase um and have more of a capacity for critical thinking and looking at stats differently figures differently, statements differently. Um, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine what, you know, how someone even, that capacity, how it evolves if they had, you know, if they study four years of biochemistry, I mean, that would just be, you know, amazing. Because it's the thing with HMX is with those courses is that it is all the questions they raise, which I love that. It's never finished. So it helps. For me, it's, it's been more like, um, almost like a, a, a brain exercise, a mindset, something just like, popped open in my mind mm-hmm. as to, uh, okay, you know, it's it, there's a lot more discernment to be had. And the, the third thing I would say about that is <laughs> the biggest shock, and at the same time, not the biggest shock, is that when I studied with HMX, I realized how little Google knew and how mm-hmm. false, you know, like you can't just, because it's so specialized and it's so... You know, this is Harvard we're talking about. You know, they really know their stuff. And when you go on Google to try and assist your kid, but what does that mean? And, you know, and what is, and it's like, you can't, it's rubbish, absolutely rubbish. You know, there are places in Google, but you have to know where to go. So it's just that discernment and critical thinking that it, you help to, de- it helps you develop it. 
Mm-hmm. And having that that kind of structure around it, so you understand, you know, you can read something, but if you don't understand where it fits in in the larger topic, it's not that useful. Um, yeah, that makes that's, sense. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, did it make you want to take other courses? Go back to school in any way? I mean, is that, is that in yes, the Yes, it did. It did. I think at the time, like I caught the bug and, you know, I mean, I'm 42 now. So it's, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously like if I could afford it and if I got in, I mean, you know, it's one thing to afford it, but you also have to be able to get in to, you know, Harvard Medical School and you, know, you have the time. Yes, of course, I'd love to do that, you know, but I, I'd been thinking maybe I would love to one day do a master's in biochemistry, you know, whether it's Oxford University, um, you know, or maybe Denmark or maybe Harvard, who knows? <laughs> That's about when. Nowadays with travel restrictions, it's all a bit different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, but I did go back to HMX. I studied pharmacology. Um, so just just one course that time. And uh, oh, I had so much more time all of a sudden. <laughs> it was one instead of four. Yeah, I went back to pharmacology and, and that was really good too. So yes, I think I, I am keeping an eye out on the courses, you know, uh, HMX has. Um so I've seen there's a few more, so I'm, you know, I'm considering it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said that it's definitely been been helpful to you in your in your work now too. Yes, um, yes. You know, is that more like you're going back to your notes from from the courses and and referring to that when you're maybe working with a client or or writing an article or something, or how does that kind of come into play? Yes, yeah. So I still have my notes. I still have my notes. So I use them. And for example, things just to understand. Sometimes it's also just to understand the language that certain clients have. So, you know, I have someone with CF. And so I understood the language, I understood what she meant by, you know, which genetic variant she had. So it doesn't mean that I'm not there curing her, but like I understood her language. And I think just that was something that, you know, so I was just helping her with with her meals and, you know, because she has to eat a certain amount of calories every day and, and mm-hmm. different things. So there's sometimes people who come and they know I'm not a doctor. They know I'm just there to assist them in understanding sounds of language. You know, if, you know, someone who doesn't understand that they've been on steroids for years because, you know, they have a um, brain vasculitis there going. Um, and they don't understand, you know, why they keep getting the, you know, blood sugar levels, you know, taken. And then, and then I explain why, you know, but that those things I cannot, I only knew just because I took HMX. And I can understand, it doesn't mean I don't, I'm not diagnosed anyone, but I can understand their language. And I think that is, that has an importance. So yes, I still have my notes. And sometimes when I write an article or do a, an episode and I'm like, oh, let me talk about this and then just go back into my notes, just checking, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, just, it's been extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Um, and I guess now that you've had this experience and, and gone through these courses and, you know, found them useful, I mean, do you think it's something something like this or it doesn't even have to be HMX, could be something else? I mean, if you could go back in time in your career, I mean, how do you think you would kind of approach things, it, knowing where you are now and where you want to be, what do you think you might do different? If anything, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's worked out exactly as you planned. That's what I do. So like, if I was to go back in time, how would do things differently? Yeah. Yeah. If I, I mean, do you know what? That actually, that answer um, hasn't changed. I think if I, if I was to go back, I <laughs> would have taken my education a lot more seriously at 18. And I would have definitely worked myself towards going to medical school. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I would have done. Yeah. Going back, yes. So yes, there's been a few to shed <laughs> when I realized that that's what I should have done. But at the same time, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. they say, right? So um, like at the time, I wouldn't have had the appetite. I wouldn't have had the discipline to do it because it takes a lot of discipline and hard work. Mm-hmm. Just to even to enter medical school and then to and to get to the end, you know, and then even then it's not the end after that. So, would I have been able to if I if I could go back in time and keep the knowledge like of how I feel today? Yes, but <laughs> you know right. that's not how life is made is done. So, yeah, yeah, you recognize that uh, you have more of that uh, that perspective and wisdom now. Uh, it doesn't mean you'd be able yeah. to do the same thing then. That makes sense. No. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, I know that now you've you've got all these different things going on, um, and uh, you know, I imagine that keeps you busy enough that you may not be thinking, "What else could I be doing?" But but do you have thoughts about you know what might be next? I know you mentioned the yeah uh, potential master's program uh, in your future. Anything anything else you've been thinking about? Or what like what else is next on your path? Yeah, do you know what I? You know, I'm just, I was just because I was thinking about this earlier. You know, what's, um, but effectively, my goal for the 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 near and, and mid future is basically just to keep doing what I do. I just, I love doing the podcast. I love having these experts on, these guests on, and and just explore the array of health and well being and empower others because that's that's basically that's the only reason why I do any of those things is to help empower others. Um, to be more informed and also motivated to look after themselves. But I think you're motivated once you understand what it is that you're doing and that you know that you're doing something that actually is sustainable and you're getting a return on it. So so just keep doing the podcast and keep doing the the health and wellness. Like uh, my goal is to take it to the next level. So being better, helping more people, that's basically, that's the next thing. Yeah, uh, whether whether I'll ever go and do a master's or anything like that, who knows? At the moment, it's not feasible. I think <laughs> I just you know I'm quite I'm really I'm quite content with what I'm doing now. I'm quite happy with what I'm doing now. So I want to just keep doing that uh, before I sort of think and jump to the next thing. I think I need to just dive into this a bit more and explore it a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. once you found uh, the the thing that that you feel is the right fit for you, it makes sense to you know explore that a, as far as you can. So um, yeah, I think that's that's great, and I think a lot of our our listeners are gonna recognize you know maybe not exactly what you're doing, but but you know <laughs> the path that they're uh, they're pursuing is they kind of feel the same way. So um, I think that's that's really valuable to hear. And yeah, I really appreciate you uh, kind of sharing this this journey that you've had, and uh, you know the different twists and turns along the way. And um, it, you know, I think it's great that you've you've ended up in a place that um, that you know definitely seems to be adding value to a lot of a lot of people's lives in different ways. No, thank you. I think is I'm I, you know I just want to say like you know I just really appreciate that you inviting different types of people. So I listened to the other episodes that are out, and we're all quite different. And I think that's brilliant. And I think that's the that's the really interesting part of HMX so or of education, you know, further education, adult education in, in, in any way. You just never know where it leads you to. And I think if you want to do it, just do it. And I think, uh, you know, I, I think it's really laudable from, from, from you guys to, to have, you know, different people on because 
education, Harvard, just Harvard doesn't have to look in, a, in one particular way. It can look in many different ways, you know, who comes to it and how you leave. So, so no, thank you so much for having me on. Really, Ab- really absolutely. happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And I don't think I could, uh, I could sum it up any better myself. So uh, I think we should, uh, we should leave it there. Um, But yes, thank you um, so much for for joining me. And uh, I look forward to uh, learning more about what you do next. My pleasure. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for listening to Learning Paths, produced by the HMX online learning team at Harvard Medical School. To hear more episodes, visit us at onlinelearning.hms.harvard.edu or subscribe in your favorite podcast app.